0: This weekend we celebrate Trinity Sunday. Uh, It's an opportunity for us to consider one of the most central aspects of our Christian faith. There are many ways which we might try to understand the Blessed Trinity. We might uh, look at what has been written by the great theologians of our church. We might ponder the errors, the heresies that have been believed or people have struggled with and how they were corrected over the centuries. We could look at the different relations between the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We could ponder the two processions or the distinguishing aspects of the three persons. These are things that may lead us to ask, what is the Trinity? Well, I don't know about you, but I love a great love story. We, we most often think of these as they are portrayed in film or literature. But have you ever considered that the Blessed Trinity is the greatest love story? The Trinity is the archetype of what we understand love to be. So one answer to the question, what is the Trinity, is an endless love affair. One that has no beginning or end. The love between the persons of the Blessed Trinity is a love beyond anything we can understand. We have only one way to understand that and that's through our own experience of what love is. Often we look at the Trinity between, uh, from our own perspective, from what we understand, how the Blessed Trinity relates to us and how it affects us. Over the centuries, people have studied the Trinity, they've dissected it and talked about it in different ways. We've spoken of the Blessed Trinity and trying to capture its essence, trying to clarify the different relationships between the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We continually have tried to put labels or concepts together that reveal something of the Blessed Trinity, and yet, for all our efforts, we still fall short of what truly is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who they really are, one God, three persons. They share a fellowship and a harmony that we can't fully relate to. The Trinity is complete without us. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit have pre-existed creation, and measured time, They have shared and will continue to share a union so complete that we can't capture its essence with words. We can say many things about the Trinity that are true, but in the end we can understand and what we can know of the Trinity are merely the shadow of the reality. As we can know something about an object or a person by looking at their shadow, it casts, we can get a glimpse of our God by contemplating what is revealed to us through the Blessed Trinity, through the scriptures, and through what Christ himself has shown us. So we read about them, uh, what does it, but it does not compare to ours, uh, or contain the fullness of who and what the Blessed Trinity is. Our God has revealed himself to us in such a way that we can know him, but I would invite us today to approach our Lord not as a museum piece, to be gawked at or poked or potted, not as a science experiment to run experiments upon, to be studied with indifference, but rather today, can we take this opportunity to worship the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Can we come not to ask for anything, but to give praise, to give honor, to contemplate the beauty of the eternal communion of persons? Can we offer our Lord a little gift of homage today? Can we become a witness of the love between the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Consider what it might be to host a party for a group of close friends. Picture a trio of persons coming to your door, but these persons are so united that they are as one. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are here. They have arrived at our doorstep, the doorstep to our hearts, and they wish to enter into that sanctuary of our hearts. We don't need to entertain them. We don't need to impress them. We can just be with them and delight in their fellowship. The communion they share is totally complete, and yet we are still invited to participate in it. I want to share with you an ancient prayer of the church that's been sung over the centuries in praise of God. And it's been use, especially in moments when we are to give thanks for great things that are going on or we're grateful for. Normally it's sung, but today we're going to speak this prayer. It's called the toddeo. We, God, we praise you is what it means in English. So I'd invite you just to listen to these words, which the church prays, especially on great solemnities in the office of readings. Not something that everybody does, but priests and religious would do this on a regular basis. So I'll just pray these words of praise to God today and we can make them our own words as we contemplate the blessed Trinity. You are God, we praise you. You are God, we acclaim you. You are the eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim, sing an endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praises you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you, Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became a man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day, we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall not hope in vain. Amen. Amen.